welcome to the Rebecca Hayden Show, the show where you get to step into the highest version of yourself whilst creating the business and life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, helping you to step into your power, release those subconscious blockers and convert through social media with ease. Are you ready? Let's get going. Hello, gorgeous podcast listeners. How are you? I hope you're having a lovely, lovely day. I'm coming from a very, very, very soggy Australia. I don't think I've ever seen this much rain in my life. And I lived in England for a good 26 years. Um, No, quite frankly, it is the wettest it has ever been. I'm surprised that cars are still on the road right now. But I'm bringing you the joy and happiness from my office that is nice and cozy and warm with the candles on and I'm watching the rain from the outside. But how the devil are you? I hope you're having a lovely week. I hope you are having a lovely day. Today, I wanted to talk about something that I actually spoke about in my stories the other day. And as I was doing the mini training, I was like, you know what? This is too good to not put on the podcast. And this is a sign of repurposing because I think repurposing your own content is an absolute godsend. I think we should always outsource our our um, previous selves, our past selves. Why the hell not? And actually on the podcast, I can go and dive in a little bit deeper as well than on my stories because you know I love a long story. However, some days they can be going for a good couple of hours. So I thought I'd condense it into a podcast and be able to dive in a little bit deeper with you. So I had someone ask me the other day, basically, how do I cultivate the relationship and the trust and the knowing with my ideal clients so I actually don't ever have to have that sales conversation? Now, I thought this was the most incredible question and it actually you know, made me have a look at and reverse engineer how that works for me. Obviously, I know content is a massive part of that, but there are obviously other things that I do in my strategy that allows me to have people drop into the DMs or and say that they want to work with me or to have people find me, you know, and then a couple of days later or an hour later say, hey, I want to work with you. And these are a couple of things that I wanted to speak about today. Now, this is um, not a quick fix. This is, I didn't do this just once and then I had people dropping in. This is something I've committed to, I have been consistent with, and I have really carried in my business the three C's without me even knowing there. Um, But, you know, I just wanted to put that first of all, because I think a lot of entrepreneurs, I see a lot of, you know, even my ideal clients who come in and yes, some of them, you know, it works for like these techniques work for within two weeks, which is great. But sometimes we have to wait a little bit or we have to give our audience enough space and enough time to really understand what we're doing, understand what we're talking about, understand what we're selling and and how they can work with us. And that is down to patience. So I just want you to know that these are the things that I do. However, I have been committed. I have been consistent day in, day out. And I have grafted. I've worked hard to get where I've where I am now. Like, and I will never ever sell the the quick fix. It can happen overnight. Um 
type. I, I will never talk about that in my marketing anyway, because hey, it's been a long freaking graft for me. And it still will continue to be a graft. And I really like it being a graft. I know there's a lot of people really slating and hating on the masculine taking action energy at the moment. And it makes me a little bit I don't know, like I really question it sometimes and I think there's absolutely a time and a place for feminine energy and having that space and having that time, but also businesses are built from hard fucking work. Like I want you to know that. I want you to know how hard I've worked to get to where I am and will continue to work as hard as I have worked. Um, albeit I can take my foot off the brake a little bit, but not that not for the next level that I want, not for the next amount of clients that I want in. So I just wanted to put that preface to start off with. I know I've gone on a little bit of a tangent and maybe that's um, maybe that's a podcast for the for another time. But let's dive in to how I cultivate the relationship and the trust that someone wants to work with me without having that sales conversation. Now, I know there's a lot of you out there who hate sales. I know because I have spoken to a lot of you about it. I have done market research about it and I was there myself. You know, you don't want to feel like that car salesman. How many times do I talk about my services? Like I literally talked about it yesterday. Can I still talk about it today? How do I show um, enough personal value selling? When's enough enough? I know there's lots of questions around it. And actually, I'm here to tell you that we can sell without selling. Like I said, right at the beginning of this podcast, I do things in my attraction marketing method that allows me to really sell without selling, basically. I hate cold DMs, I hate being sold to, I hate all of that. And actually, if I know that I wanna work with a coach, I wanna be the one reaching out to her rather than she reaching out to me. So these are a couple of things that you can do to start moving into that, cultivating the relationships and the trust and the knowing so you don't have to have that back and forth sales conversation and you can bring in those juicy, dreamy, ideal clients. So number one is focus on the feeling. And I know I sound like a bit of a broken record here and I've spoke about this so many times and you probably know what quote I'm about to say, but it is so important. People will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And that's what I want to do when people come onto my Instagram. I want them to to feel a certain way immediately. You know, people make a snap judgment when they come onto Instagram. I definitely do when I go onto other people's Instagram. Do they have stories? Do they, when was their last post out? <laughs> you know, these are the things that I check because I want them, I want to know that this, the person that I'm investing in, are they active? Are they talking about their services? Are they are they giving me value? Are they posting about things that I resonate? There's lots of things that people are going to be checking when they come onto your Instagram. And having that feeling really allows them to stay longer, I believe. So how do you want to make people feel when they come onto your social media platform? And again, this can work with not only Instagram, this can work with LinkedIn, it can work with Facebook, TikTok, wherever you are. 
And I know I say this in my stories a lot, but the method I use and my ideal client clarity Bible, it allows us to be in lots of different places. If this is something you need help with, please let me know. I've got a couple of spots open for my intensives starting um, March 14th, if you're listening to listening to this beforehand. Um, but yeah, just drop into my DMs and we can get you booked in for the intensive, the three sessions, because this is really what I cover within this. So I want to make people feel really freaking driven. I want them to feel like they, they're like, yes, this is the action taking coach I have been looking for. I want them to feel really ready to go. I want them to feel freaking excited. I want them to feel really held and supported and like I know what I'm doing and I show what I'm doing. Now, all of these things, all of these feelings I put into my stories and my posts every single day. And there's lots of strategies that I use with stories that again, I share with my clients, but stories are just the most incredible way to get this over. So cultivate that feeling. Now, there's a lot of people who believe that they need to be how I am on stories. They need to be bouncing up and down. They need to be extroverted. They need to be jazz hands and showy. And this is absolutely not true at all. And in fact, I want you to get out of that excuse and get out of that belief because that doesn't have to be the way. In fact, if you wanted your audience to feel really... um grounded and really calm, you wouldn't be showing up bouncing across the walls. You know, if I was a Reiki practitioner or I was a healer, I would not be showing up in stories the way I show up right now because that's counterintuitive to what I am selling. So please don't think that you have to be this, the way that I am on stories. And I get a lot of clients say that, you know, like, Becca, I don't want to show up like you. And I'm like, good, I don't want you to show up like me because then you're not being you. So actually go back to the drawing board. What do you want to make people feel when they come onto your Instagram? Now that is well and true. Well and true. That is, I don't even, I can't even think of the actual phrase. Oh, well, we'll leave that one. That is all good if you put that on a piece of paper and that's where it stays. You're not going to do anything with it. So get it down on the piece of paper. How do I want to make people feel when they come onto my Instagram or when they come onto my social media platform and then start taking the action behind it? So if I know that I want to make people feel driven, then how can I show that during my day? How can I show that I'm driven? How can I show that I'm doing the work, that I'm going to the gym, that I'm working with clients, that I am I am taking time off. You know, there's lots of different ways that I can show being driven in the business or being driven to, to achieve my goals. Like there's a lot of ways that I can show that myself, which in turn shows my clients that I do the do and be the be and have the have. And that makes them appreciate and realize that I can teach them to have that too. Um, You know, we are the personification of our ideal client. So how can you bring that in? But also what can you do, whether that's mini trainings, whether that's um, 
talking about your story, whether that's an authority piece, whatever that is within your content structure and your content strategy, how can you bring those feelings in? So go and have a sit down today. What do I want people to feel when they come on my Instagram and how can I make that happen? Because like I said... I am the action-taking coach. Like, it's all well and good. I think that's the phrase, guys. It's all, I'm still not sure. It's all well and good having that piece of, like that down on a piece of paper saying, oh yeah, this is how I want people to feel, but then not acting on it because you're never gonna get any further. Um, So really take that action today. Cultivate those feelings in your probably your stories is going to be the main place, your stories and your reels. I find I can cultivate feelings quite well. Um, I've now got my YouTube channel. If you haven't checked it out, it is in the show notes. So go and watch. There's now three videos up with a new one coming out every Thursday. Um, But there's lots of ways that we can cultivate feelings. And, you know, for me, stories is my main one. So that's number one to being able to have that, um, those people jumping in your DMs. Number two is building an emotional connection. Now, this is so, so important nowadays because like I have said quite recently and quite often, gone are the days of the basic content. You know, people are bored, people are bored of seeing it. Like I go on Instagram and I'm like, if I see another freaking entrepreneur post, today I'm going to rip my eyeballs out like sometimes I genuinely feel like that on Instagram so we have to shift it up we have to make it different we have to be doing different things um and I am one to not follow the crowd. I hate following the crowd. And as soon as, you know, I'm doing things that other people are doing, I will try and go and find some another way to do it. You know, even the Twitter quotes that people are using in their Instagram at the moment, I want to use those so bad because I know I'll get more traction on my posts, but I just can't bear to conform. <laughs> so I'm like, how can we do this in a different way? So what I wanted to say with number two, is build emotional connection. People want real connection, deep connection, and a deep knowing that you really understand them, you get them, you see them, you hear them, you feel them. This is what I do with the Ideal Client Clarity Bible, and that is why I speak about it so often, and that is why my clients, literally every goddamn feedback form I've had back, has a homage to the Ideal Client Clarity Bible. It has just blown me away just how much my clients love it and how much it helps them. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. That's something we do in the intensives if you want help with your content. Um, But that is why, because I really get to know and understand my ideal clients so I can keep writing content to connect with them. Like maybe I do have five ways in how to, you know, well, even this podcast is three ways to cultivate the relationships and the trust. So someone works with me without having a a sales conversation. However, we can say it in different ways. We can speak about it in different ways. We can connect to our ideal client in different ways. Now, building emotional connection is so powerful through stories. There's a lot of emotional connection in stories, which is actually going to be my um, my next point. So I'm not going to go too far in it today, but really understanding and knowing where your ideal client is at, understanding what they really truly want and how you can 
Really bring that into your stories, bring that into your posts, show your ideal client that you have what they want and then you're the person to help them get get them there. So there's lots of ways that we can build that emotional connection and I think sharing personal content is a really good way of doing this. I have a lot of friends who say to me like, Becky, you are so good at sharing the personal content, but with the mix of the value and the selling, which, make, which makes it feel that people really get to know me. You know, I love chatting with people. I love conversations. I've grown up in the performing arts industry, so I was always having a conversation with someone and always filled with, you know, at least 10 people around me at one singular time, which is probably why I feel so lonely as an entrepreneur, because I'm not surrounded by crap loads of people all the time. However, personal content is going to be so powerful. Now, I did speak about this, um, I think it was last week's podcast or a couple of podcasts ago. If you are struggling with what to share personal wise, there is a couple of podcasts that I'll link in the show notes of this podcast that will really help you there too. So number two is building that emotional connection, really understanding your ideal clients, build that connection, that deeper connection through how I show up, how you show up online. I was chatting to one of my clients the other day and I, we were talking about this. We were talking about, you know, what made you jump into my DMs and say that you want to work with me and you know she's done the intensive and now she's looking to carry on working with me which I am overjoyed with because the last two sessions have been freaking epic and she's already seen the results which is just amazing but she said to me she was like we had a conversation about EFT, which is the emotional freedom technique, the tapping technique, which I've actually got my qualification for this weekend. So I'm very excited to bring that into the business too. But she was like, you're a northerner slash, <laughs> I don't really see myself as a northerner because I'm right in the middle. But if you're any further up than where we are, I, I think people class you as northerners, but you're a northerner, you were doing an EFT, um, you've got a dog, you know, all of the things that made her think that I was the right person for her was my personal life, you know, what I, who I am and what I'm about and the values that I have. So never, ever underestimate your personal side of things. Don't shy away from that. And then the last thing, um, I want to talk about is your signature stories. This is really where you can cultivate that relationship. You can cultivate that personal side, sharing your signature stories. Now, signature stories, defining moments, whatever you want to call them. This is something that I actually go through in module one of Visibility Queen. It's the first, very first thing that I do with them because I know how important it is to have it in your content strategy. So for instance, I have two two major stories. And this actually came from the qualification that I did when I did my keynote qualification. Um, and when you are training and when you are practicing your keynote, you have like pockets of different stories that you tell every time that you tell, you know, every time you do your keynote speech, you have like a certain amount of stories. And during my training, they actually got us to write like quite a few stories down in our notes. If we ever remembered any stories, we would just put them down there because they can kind of, they, they, you almost create the keynotes around those stories. So I took this and I was like, hmm, 
yes, I'm not doing keynote right now, but I can use this in social media. And I just love that I can take all the things that I've learned, you know, whether it's my performing arts days, my coaching qualifications, my my keynote and speaker qualifications and kind of use it on social media. Why the hell not? But, you know, to really create that deeper connection, we can use stories. So for example, my two stories that I use the most are my struggling coach story, which is kind of the title that I've given it, which was the story that I tell around January 2020 and how I was really this struggling, desperate energy coach, just couldn't couldn't get and achieve what I thought I wanted to achieve and everything was so hard and I was in this desperate energy and I was looking on the job sites every week and then fast forward to May and I had one of the biggest months in the business and then I've gone on to hit 20k 30k a 57k month on in January you know and where that took me and how I got through that. Now, the reason why that story is so important, and I know to tell that story a lot, is because it shows my ideal client that merely a year ago, I was where you are. I was feeling the way that you are feeling right now. I was experiencing the things that you are experiencing right now, like genuinely was dead set on finding a permanent job and nine to five and just running the business on the side because I couldn't deal with the not knowing anymore. I was showing up, I was speaking what I thought was speaking to my ideal client. Um, I was creating the content, but it was just freaking tumbleweed time after time after time after time. And there was things that I did and things that I went through that allowed me to step into the success that I have today side note, still doesn't feel enough. I just want to let you know that. Like, I'm like, okay, what's next? (laughs) So I don't want you to think that, you know, all the money and all the success brings you what you want because it doesn't. Just like I said, don't wait for the external. You can bring it in internally. Anyway, massive side note. Um, But yeah, so I tell that story. I tell that struggling coach story to really connect to my ideal client to say, hey, I have freaking been where you have been. I know how that feels. And I have this incredible mindset and business strategy that I can teach you that is not a cookie cutter of what I did. It's just how I did it. Let's make it your own. Let's put it into your lifestyle, how you can do this. And let's get you the clients, the money, the success that you desire. So that's one story that I tell. The other story that I tell is my Australia story, which I know if you are a an avid podcast listener, you will have known that I moved to Australia in 2019 with one suitcase and 1,000 pounds. That's the tagline. It is the truth. Um, and, you know, I didn't really have a plan from there. We just came out here and bish, bash, bosh, here I am, three years later, a permanent resident and with a very successful business. So I tell that story because I want my clients to, to feel the fear and do it anyway. You know, that's a massive value in my business. It's something that I really want my clients to, to do themselves. So I show them that, hey, like I... 
really felt the fear and did it anyway. And I moved to the other side of the world with not much of a plan and a hope and a prayer in the universe. And it caught me and, you know, let's do the same for you. Now, I'm not telling you to move to the other side of the world. However, it's showing my audience. It's connecting to my audience in that way. And I've had people sign from both of those stories. So every time that I... I tell the struggling coach story, I tend to sign a client. Every time I speak about the Australia story, I tend to sign a client because it builds that deeper connection. So those are a few things that I think you can start having a real think about. Attraction marketing for me is just chef's kiss. I freaking love it. The more I think about it and immerse myself in what I'm doing and how I'm doing it, the more I love it. And that's why um, if you've seen on Instagram, I'm in the process of creating a new course at the moment, which allows you to sell without selling. So this course is gonna be perfect for you if you freaking hate selling. You kind of like showing up, but you just don't know what to say and how to say it to get those clients in. So keep your eyes open. Um, and if you want to already like put your name down for the waitlist, then hey, DM me. I haven't got much information right now because I'm in the process of creating it, but it's definitely going to be the reverse engineer of how, you know, how the strategies that I've used and the content and, you know, the bits from Visibility Queen and Conversion Queen and Story Queen and all the queens and and almost this hybrid selling without selling course. It's going to be freaking epic. So if you are ready to be that client magnet, if you don't want to have hours back and forth with a with a client, with a potential client, you know, those sales conversations that literally go on for like ever and a day through the through emails. And you just want to have people say, look, I'm in, I'm done. And you want to have that content that does the heavy lifting for you. I am your gal. Like I am so excited by this. I am so um, passionate about this because I think in business, we all have different ways in which we like doing things. I know, know there's a lot of people who are exactly like me. You love to show up or maybe you really want to show up. You're just not confident there yet, but you know that you'll enjoy it once you've got it. And you want to like do your do, you know, you know, by not selling your things and not selling your services that you're doing people a disservice, but you want to find a way that it feels really good and aligned for you as well as the person receiving it. So I hope this podcast has helped you a little bit of a longer one than usual, obviously had a lot to say, but I will see you in the next episode and keep your eyes out on Instagram for this juicy, juicy course I've got coming in April. Love you loads.